Hurricane Harvey on its path of destruction in Texas at this hour. Water overtaking streets, flooding homes and buildings. The rain from Harvey now surpassing all records. It's all the way up to the roofs, guys, up to the eaves. I hate to think that there are people in these houses. The effects of the hurricane have forced the rescue of thousands of humans and other animals, including racehorses, in East Texas and Western Louisiana. On this show, we'll check in with two of the humans to get a sense of the situation. Peter Floor, owner of Pacific Classic Champion Collected, as well as Houston Native, will join us. Then we'll go east to Louisiana and speak with the nation's leading trainer by winds this year, Carl Broberg, whose stable has been threatened by the floodwaters. It's all straight ahead on this edition of In the Gate. They're in the gate. They're in the gate. In the gate. They're in the gate. It's a head-bobbing finish! This is In The Gate, ESPN's Thoroughbred Racing Podcast. My name is Barry Abrams. You can follow me on Twitter at Voice or on Facebook at Barry Abrams Boys. You can also get us on our YouTube channel by searching In The Gate Podcast. You can get us on SoundCloud as well, which services the iTunes Store and TuneIn.com. You can get us on that little pink podcatcher app on your phone that you didn't even know you had. And now you can subscribe to In The Gate in the Listen tab of the ESPN app. For the full In The Gate experience, subscribe now in the Listen tab of the ESPN app. Over 49 inches of rain from Hurricane Harvey was measured in Mary's Creek, Texas, a section of Houston, the all-time record for rain from a tropical storm. A scientist from weatherbell.com estimated that the total amount of water that fell in Texas was 19 trillion gallons, with another 5.5 million in Louisiana. It will take a long time to assess and recover from the damage from those floodwaters, We'll have reports from both states coming up on this show, starting with Texas. Now, our first guest this week is Peter Floor, and we had been thinking for a while about bringing him onto this show because his horse is the most recent one to defeat Arrogate. Collected kicks on, Collected starts to go on foam. Now he leads three parts of the length. Accelerators in second. Arrogate's having to be ridden again today. He's doing better than last time, but he's still not comfortable. Arrogate is now battling in third. An eighth of a mile to go, and Collected keeps on going. Arrogate is getting going late now. Collected is in front. Arrogate closing on the outside. It's a Bob Baffert 1-2, but Collected going to win it. Collected and Martin Garcia won the Pacific Classic. Arrogate got going late, but had to settle for second. And we will talk about Collected, both today and as we get closer to the Breeders' Cup, But Peter Floor is a native of Houston, Texas. So to get the latest on how the hurricane has affected him, his company, and his community, we welcome Peter Floor for the first time here to win the gate. How has it been for you since the hurricane hit on August 26th? Actually, we did not have uh, any loss of property, any significant damage. Our daughter works for Texas Crude Energy, and uh, she, her husband, and two grandchildren are fine, and uh, they didn't have any uh, damage to mention. So we've been blessed. That said, some of our employees have had quite a bit of water damage, and so we're uh, assisting them uh, in helping them get their lives back to order. Uh, Home is Houston. Yep, since 1972 is when I moved here. Indeed. With those kind of roots, what does the effect of this storm mean to you personally? Well, it's obviously a huge tragedy for so many, and 
on the positive, the coverage has been great, and I think the coverage has been very fair to see city, county, state, federal agencies come together, and so I give them an A for cooperation and productivity. So they've all done very unselfishly, have done a wonderful job of helping people out. That said, there's a huge amount of devastation. Most businesses, Barry, actually reopen, which will help to begin to restore a, a bit of sense of normal, normalcy for all of us. That said, even though the community needs uh, will continue into the future as people begin to restore and rebuild their lives. So it's a catastrophic event, but the people of Texas are pulling together and uh, will make the best help. Oh, I don't know, roughly 150,000 homes have been destroyed. So it's a lot to deal with. What do you know about how the recovery efforts have gone? Well, a lot of the business community leaders have stepped up. I think the Red Cross is doing a great job. Uh, Jim Crane, who owns the Astros, was asked by the mayor to try to stage a game to show that the city's coming back slowly. And Jim had a doubleheader with the Mets, and uh, the Astros won all three games. So Yeah, don't remind me. I'm a Mets fan. Yeah, I got you. So anyway, so that's cool, and that's... Business leaders like Jim stepping up to make things happen, and he said he we would told the bear we'd go ahead and have the game as long as uh, I could get the service people to uh, open the park, and so that all came together, and so you know little by little we continue to see progress. But the way the business community stepped up, I think, is terrific, as well as all the agencies. And I think we need to also be aware that there's a lot of not just disaster relief, there's a lot of organizations, the opera, the music, the et cetera, et cetera, that provide community services, museums, all these entities had some damage, or most all of them did. And so the community is trying to address all those issues. Peter Fleur, native of Houston and owner of Collected, joins us here on In the Gate. Tough to make this transition after all that, but let's talk about Collected. It's Collected in front. Handwritten for home by two and a half lengths, kicking right away from Prospect Park. Follow me, Crevice third and Texas Rayano fourth, but to the 16th pole comes Collected. Set to score in the Californian stakes in great fashion. Collected two for two as a four-year-old. It's been a terrific year for him. Not just the defeat of Arrogate in the Pacific Classic, four for four this year, including three graded stakes. What were your expectations for him this year? Well, I guess uh, horse owners are always hopeful, Barry. After the Preakness, and he did not like the track and did not run well, uh, we gave him about nine months off. And he spent those nine months in uh, Lexington. And uh, I think Bob got him back the 1st of March. And he was uh, in great shape. Bob was very pleased with him. And we had hoped that he would move to the next level. And I guess we could say he's done a good job of that. So he's a much better horse as a four-year-old than he was a three-year-old. And I think Bob's done a terrific job uh, of getting him to relax. He was all go as a three-year-old, and uh, he can rate himself now. He can be on the lead. He can be uh, not on the lead. And Martine's done a good job of riding him and getting him relaxed. So uh, 
we've been increasing the distance. And of course, that was a big question mark in the Pacific Classic. Could he go that far? And he did. Did Bob say anything about why he wanted to give the horse a break? Because he had run pretty consistently before the Preakness. After the Preakness, he went back to California. Uh, Bob worked him and called me on the phone and said he just wasn't quite himself and it's time for a break. And so I asked uh, if what I, what our preference would be is that he go to Lexington. And uh, Marette Farrell, who assists us, kind of designed a program, you know, after Bramlage looked at him and the, the usual things that happened. And Bob said, that's great. So the answer is to the question is he wasn't himself. Um, so we just gave him a break. What would it mean to you to win the Breeders' Cup Classic? <laughs> Well, you know, since I've never won a Breeders' Cup uh, race, we ought to have this conversation if something good happens. But, you know, the whole world wants to win the Breeders' Cup, and uh, obviously it'd be an incredible thrill for us and be tickled for the horse, but uh, one step at a time. Well, we wish you and those around you and everybody in the community to be safe and the recovery efforts to go quickly and smoothly. Thank you so much for a few minutes, Mr. Fleur. Barry, is good to visit with you. Take care. We're going to take a short break here on In the Gate, but when we come back, we'll go a little further east to Louisiana and check in with trainer Carl Broberg to see how the hurricane has affected the racing world there. Don't go away. Welcome back to Win the Gate. About 120 miles east of Houston is Vinton, Louisiana, just over the border. That's where we find trainer Carl Broberg, who's led the nation in wins for each of the past three years, and he's number one again this year by a wide margin. Last November on Thanksgiving weekend at Delta Downs, Broberg notched career victory number 2,000. He just wrapped up his sixth straight training title at Evangeline Downs in Opelousas, but celebrating hasn't exactly been on Carl Broberg's mind. His stable in Vinton has been threatened by floodwaters. Let's get an update on how he and those around him are faring as we welcome Carl Broberg for the first time here to In the Gate. What's the latest on the water affecting your grounds and your stable? We've actually been very blessed. In fact, uh, there's not much of a story. We've been blessed that the, the water has receded and delta downs in the surrounding area. There's, there's really no ill effects left from the storm. Now, obviously, there's parts of Houston that, that look like a war zone. But uh, now that I-10 has opened up, we're able to get horses back and forth, and it's back to normal. Well, give, give us a more general sense of eastern Texas and western Louisiana, maybe not just your exact specific area. From what you've seen, how has the storm affected life in that area? Well, I can, I can only speak from my my own experiences. And uh, there for a couple of days, we were very concerned there at our, our farm, which is less than a mile away from Delta Downs. My, my guys there in areas of it were I mean, they were waist deep in water, um, but we did have some high ground towards the back where we were able to, to move everything to, and and we were okay. As far as what others have experienced, uh, unfortunately, I'm so busy, I don't have time to, to really look up and see that, although I see the same devastation that everybody else does when they, when they turn on a news channel. 
Now, you own many of the horses you train. Most of them don't belong to other clients. So after what happened in 2005 with Hurricane Katrina and now this, how much time do you allow yourself to think about what this or any other catastrophe could mean for your operation? They they say this was a a once-in-a-thousand-year event. Unfortunately, my time on this earth is only probably going to be about another four decades if things go well. So I I don't want to be naive, but the chances of going through something like this again are, are, are actually very remote. We're talking here on In the Gate with Carl Broberg, the nation's leading trainer by victories for each of the past three years and likely this year for a fourth straight time. For those who don't know, Carl Broberg lost his wife, Samantha, about a year and a half ago when she fell overboard while the two of them were on a cruise ship in the Gulf of Mexico. They have four children. When a storm like Harvey blows in off that same gulf and causes such damage, how does that make you feel? I, I, I just... You just go through things day, day by day, and and you don't allow yourself to get wrapped up and, and and think too much of it, other than the fact that there there's a lot of people right now that are that are hurting and suffering there, primarily in Houston, and it, everyone should feel compelled to do everything they can for those folks. And a number are, especially a number of equine-related organizations. There are disaster relief funds from the American Association of Equine Practitioners, the U.S. Equestrian Federation, and others. What do you know about any of these that are trying to help horses and people who are displaced? I myself haven't witnessed that much of it. I I did make a contribution to to one relief fund, but uh, that wasn't even equine-related incredibly dicey for us for about 48 hours and uh, we're just very blessed that uh, it didn't get any worse than what it was. Now you also run in the Dallas and, and East Texas area. Have you heard anything about how the length of the cleanup will affect the racing circuit in East Texas? I, I, I don't think that there's going to be that much of an effect there, there were some transportation problems there for a while with I-10 being shut down. And I do know that Delta Downs is reevaluating their purses just from the effect of uh, the casino revenue going down in light of the hurricane. Past that, I, I don't know what sort of effect we're going to see on the racing side of things. Well, we certainly wish the best for you and everyone, horsemen or otherwise, in that part of the world. Carl Broberg, stay safe, and thank you so much for a few minutes. Very, very happy to talk with you. Our thanks once again to Carl Broberg and to Peter Fleur. It's sure a muddled picture as to who's the best three-year-old and whether any of them could be Horse of the Year. It's not surprising that those who starred this spring are fizzling out, since those who were still developing then are now here. Just look at the Derby winners from the last eight years or so. How few of them won anything after that. Mind That Bird, Super Saver, Orb, Nyquist, now always dreaming, peaked on Derby Day but then fell flat. 
Are the rigors of the Derby Trail too much for their young bodies? Or is a 20-horse field too much of a crapshoot? Of course, some continue to do well, like Chrome and American Pharaoh, but they do not render the overall point moot. Since we still have no clear favorite to become three-year-old champion, we look to who emerged from the Derby fray. But the road to Kentucky isn't for identifying a season-long champion, it's merely to choose the right horses for that day. You can get us on our YouTube channel by searching In The Gate Podcast. You can get us on SoundCloud as well, which services the iTunes Store and TuneIn.com. You can get us on that little pink podcatcher app on your phone that you didn't even know you had. And now you can subscribe to In The Gate in the Listen tab of the ESPN app. For the full In The Gate experience, subscribe now in the Listen tab of the ESPN app. And you can follow me on Twitter at B. Abrams Voice or on Facebook at Barry Abrams Voice. That's In The Gate for this week. I'm Barry Abrams. We'll see you next time.